get a get push right back to the People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ian Wright. I'll take it from here. People deluded, I'm back again. Appreciative of all of you lot who are tuned in, whether you're on Twitch or on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, turn your notifications on, hit the like button, and of course, make sure you're subscribing. Twitch gang, make sure you're following with Amazon Prime and make sure you're following and subscribing. If you've got any talking points, views, opinions, etc., get them in. As usual, people, hope you and your loved ones are doing well and safe. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, in some cases, good night, depending on, obviously, where you're tuning in from and yeah man i hope the weekend was great for you lot i hope this week is filled with everything you desire in your personal private and professional lives one love to arsenal you know we keep winning it's normal you know really they say we keep beating the teams we're supposed to we keep beating the teams below us and in true fashion in the same way when we beat spurs when we beat liverpool when we beat palace when we beat brentford and now chelsea it's all this talk before the game. We go out there and do the job and then they focus on how poor the teams were. You know, I know two troops can live in one realm. Chelsea were dog shit. Let's be real. Pardon my French. You know, that's the easiest game I've seen Arsenal play at Stamford Bridge in a hot minute. That's the easiest clean sheet Ramsdale's probably got in his Arsenal career and definitely this season. We had to work harder at Leeds away. One has to wonder, can we play Liverpool? Um, can we play Chelsea every week, really and truly? New manager, same old problems. That's why Mikel Arteta is undefeated at Stamford Bridge. Let's just keep going. You know, until it's mathematically impossible for Arsenal to get Champions League football, we haven't achieved nothing. Let's just keep going. But yesterday, fantastic performance. We weren't our best, you know, in the sense of we didn't put them to the sword and score them goals on another day. Our lack of finishing may have cost us. Actually, not a single player wanted to lose their duels yesterday, so the collective took care of itself. And in an easy way, I want Ramsdale to be the lowest-rated Arsenal player in terms of player ratings because Keeper had nothing to do. I'll take that every week. You know, obviously, we got over the line. I think Jesus, fantastic game despite not scoring. Probably could have scored. If he doesn't press the hell out of Thiago Silva, he's probably the only player from Chelsea that was doing all right. We don't get that corner. They don't fall to sleep. And obviously, Gabriel slash Saka, both of them were celebrating. Still, to this day, I don't know who got it. Um, I think it is Gabriel. 
but it is what it is in that regards, people. Uh, Partey, boss, you know, the problem is with Partey is if he's not there and hopefully he can remain consistent. Xhaka quality, but I personally feel while it was a great performance individually, I can't pick a man of the match. I think it's men of the match. I think Saliba deserves it. I think Ben White deserves it. I think Thomas Partey deserves it. Behind them, I think Gabby Jesus deserves a shout. Man to a man, we did well in it and we share the collective spoils and we go home. Saka gets a shameless goal or assist against another top six side. Gabby, Gab, Gabriel, our centre-back scores. I believe him and Martinelli have been unfortunate in that they have not gone to the World Cup. Gab Jesus has been called up. Allegedly, we await official confirmation and it's probably what we knew. We knew Bremar, Militao, Thiago Silva and I'm missing out another name. We're going to go ahead of Gabriel. Martinelli, you knew Anthony with Drago, Vinicius, these are ahead of you. You also knew Gab Jesus would go in it, people. So it is what it is. We'll get into the, the transfer news, the tactical reviews, all that good stuff in a second. Please make sure you're smashing the like button. It'd be rude to not see what you lot are saying. Quick question. Do you think Austin Tusty can challenge Gabriel at centre-back next season? I watch him when I work security at Birmingham and he looks amazing. Obviously, playing for Birmingham is a completely different entity than playing up for Arsenal Football Club. Um the playing for Arsenal Football Club, but he is he's a lot better than I thought just from doing my long reports. Make sure you check out the playlist on my channel. Gracious on the ball in the trenches, playing in the back three as well. I, I hope so, because it means we could find someone out there, but I'd probably say maybe we comes back for pre-season, we run the rule over him, he probably gets to be part of the pre-season tour and the decisions made. For me, it could even be worth letting him go Birmingham for another year or sending him to a higher division team or another team and let him acclimatise to European football. But whether he develops here and makes it here or he's sold on, bread in it. Lots of good performances. Odegaard quite again. Lies. In a circle, you're my guy. Odegaard was fucking brilliant yesterday. I can't lie to you. I can't lie to you. He should have scored. As should Gabby Jesus. As should Osaka. And I'm definitely missing someone else out. But I, I, I disagree heavily. I've watched the game twice. I disagree. Of course, you want it to be the Odegaard show. Control the tempo a bit better. You want to see your number 10 get goals and assists. But respectfully, I think you need to look at the game differently, man. Odegaard had a... You know I keep it true. Odegaard was quality yesterday. I can't lie to you. Every player was. You know, I actually feel if anything, if anything, it's the man who scored slash assisted from the corner, Saka and Ramsdale by default, who are probably our slowest players on the pitch yesterday. So I heavily disagree. You know, when you look at the collective goal, how Odegaard, Xhaka, Jesus and Cole pressed, how Odegaard, you know, got close to Jorginho, who's probably one of the only players excluding Thiago Silva, who did a thing. I heavily disagree, man. He was in the thick of it, man. He was in the thick of it. You man are moving stingy with the light button, run it up and support DG. I appreciate that. One scrambling in, in goal against the worst Chelsea side I can remember when we're talking titles. I don't know about who's talking about titles and things like that. If Chelsea are good or bad, that's nothing to do with us. Our job is to make sure we're in the best possible scenario in the best possible way Arsenal can be and win these games, really. You know, I don't really care if Chelsea are doing good or bad. I just know when the season starts, we have to look at these away games. The Etihad, the Anfields, the, the, the Shite-Hart Lanes, the Old Trafford and St Mary's where we let ourselves down, Stamford Bridge. If you want to be a top four team and have certain consistencies and challenge long term, you need to be able to go into top six games and do all right. And I think so far this season, we've done all right. It needs, you know, all of these teams are going to want revenge against United. We let ourselves down away. Make sure they don't do the double. Spurs away. Make sure you do the double. Anfield, Liverpool, they're going to they're going to be a completely different team by the time we play them again, people. We need to be on task. And it's not even just them. 
no one wants to play Newcastle at this moment in time. I know we've got Brighton on Wednesday and we'll be doing a watch long. I don't want to play them in, in the league. I don't really want to go to any away games. You know, we can laugh about United losing to Aston Villa. But last time we rocked up against Una Emre, um, our former gaffer, in, a, in any competition we lost. So nothing's done. We just have to keep doing what we're doing, keep working hard, you know, and, and keep going really. Because there was a blip a few weeks ago where there was an element of complacency. We were still grinding out results. Keep this mentality. We've achieved nothing. If the season ends tomorrow, great, we're top, but that's not how it works. We need to be saying these sort of things when there's 20 games played, when there's 25, when there's 30, when there's 32, when there's 37. So keep it up, man. <laughs> DG Bailey, you know. DG, what are you saying? How do you feel about Arsenal's title chances after the game? I don't know, but I'm starting to believe. Listen, as long as you're in the mix, you're in the mix, isn't it? I don't know about league titles. I don't know where Arsenal are in the league table. I don't concern myself with looking at title challenges and things. All I'd like us to do is keep doing what we're doing. We've scored in every game. We've got one of the best records in terms of clean sheets. And obviously at both ends of the field, the, the scariest thing is we've got many gears because we could score a lot more goals. We could put teams to, 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 to bed. We probably should have put uh, Chelsea to bed in the first half. A bit like Nottingham Forest, a bit like Southampton even though we ultimately got the three points excluding Southampton. Defensively, not so much yesterday, but we still have those brain farts. So you just keep improving, keep doing what we're doing, keep that same hunger, and you never know where the league could take you. But I don't know where Arsenal are in the league table. I don't concern myself with that. I just know I need Champions League football next year. All I ask is that we focus from now to the end of the year with it obviously against Brighton and Wolves being our last games until we start playing in December. Let's get out of the end of the year period slash January. Let's still be saying the same things we're saying. Can we make it from January to March? Can we make it from March to April? And then from May, it's a shootout. If we are still in that territory, don't let your hard work come on just because to a degree, that's kind of what failed us last season. There's many twists, turns, bumps and bruises right now. we're get It's not that we're getting luck because we made our own luck, but considering, you know, we've got players that are learning to score goals, we don't necessarily have goal scorers, it's great. What happens when the purple patches from these players stop? What happens when we go through that blip? What happens with Xhaka and Partey in their current form are missing? Or even we're going to struggle with Odegaard or one of Saliba and, and Gabriel. Now, this is part and parcel of football injuries and things and these things. I'm not trying to be overly optimistic or overly negative. I'm just telling you lot my opinions and the reality of things. We're doing good, but it's not done yet. It's really not done yet. I'm loving what we're doing with every game. Of course, you're starting to believe a bit more, allegedly, man. Chelsea, it still looks like the Chelsea that played us in America. You're 100% correct. I have seen Liverpool have been put up for sale. I haven't read the article, but some people that have read the article have said it's a bit click clickbaity and it's a minority stake, so I don't know. DG, who was the player who made you fall in love with Arsenal? Easy. Well, there's a couple, but Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry, Ashley Cole, big Patrick Vieira, Bobby Perez is what it is. Not bad, just walked through the door, turned on YouTube in time to hear DG, DG, DG. Appreciative, man. Who was your first sign in FM23? Can't lie, I don't remember. We'd have to check, man. We'd have to check. Appreciate the Trini Bads. Edison, appreciate you for tuning in and locking in from early as well. You better win your Prem this season. Liverpool about to get that oil money. Listen, I don't know about league titles. For Arsenal, they need to leave that to people like yourselves, the fans and the talking points. I don't know about league titles. I hope so. No one will be happier than me if we win a Premier League title. But boy, yeah, you're many years older than me. Shout Charlie George, but I weren't about them times there. I reckon Tini will leave. Mikel prefers a five-week rusty Zinchenko to Tini. Listen, if Tini wants to cut out, cut out, but you'll have your time. And you came on to help us see out the game, really, because Zinchenko was quality yesterday, but there were some rusty elements. You know, the, the foul throw, couple of booky touches. There was one in the, I can't remember if it's the first or second half, but he, he kind of, he tried to control the ball. He kind of lagged out. But, 
the, all that I care about is the collective. The collective is winning games, getting Arsenal back to where they want. Then after that, oh, I'm not playing this and that and the further. And obviously, naturally, Tini is going to have to revisit his situation. But it is what it is, really. We need depth and Tini will have his time. Certain man think he's hiding when he's not scoring or assisting, but he keeps it ticking nicely. When he's not playing, you notice how it doesn't flow as nicely. I can't lie, man. You need, bro, I, 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 listen, I... Odegaard has had some poor games for Arsenal Football Club at Stamford Bridge yesterday. It wasn't one. That's why him and Mikel Arteta are unbeaten around them sides there, really. Barcelona got Man United. We have to wait till February to um to see what's going on where we're concerned. Beautiful weekend, bro. Beautiful. We need to keep going because there's going to be times it's not going to be as beautiful. There's going to be times we hold the L or drop points. That's why we need to keep bringing points in because, again, you give yourself a certain floor to fall upon. And it's been a fantastic weekend. That's probably even a double whammy for Man United fans because, obviously, the first thing is disappointed against against um, against Aston Villa um, because they dropped points. But considering Spurs lost, yeah, Liverpool won, but Spurs lost, Chelsea lost. You know, you can start to make ground because we're all in this together. It's been a fantastic weekend, ain't it, for Arsenal fans, man? Joel Willett scored. Uh, Awobi played well in the uh, for Everton. Uh, obviously, Una Emre got three points. We beat Chelsea. Spurs lost. It's lit. 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 Tommy Asu might be back fitter than we think. I don't think he'll play this week, but yeah. And at the end of the day, nothing's been decided. We got to try and Duffy Brighton in the cup. Tough trip to Wolves. I don't care about Wolves' form. Molyneux not an easy place to go to. And they've got nothing to lose. And as we, some, I haven't checked the league table, but as some people say, we're top of the table, all these things. Everyone wants to be that first team. Well, I say first, United and Southampton took points. But they want to be the team to burst our bubble, really and truly. So we need to just keep working, man. I understand it in the same way misery loves company when everything's going wrong with the football club. I understand why you're vexed. It's, I understand why men are optimistic. A lot of the things that we have wanted at Arsenal Football Club, regardless of winning, losing and drawing, are now being displayed. There's fight for the shirt. There's tactics. There's You see what it means to the team. Celebration police going to be on to us. We're putting together results. For me, the biggest thing is nothing's assured in football, but I can finally now say... Arsenal can be a competitive team. And also, for me, I'm still a bit wary about the away form, but I'm more confident away from home now. Stamford Bridge. Okay, St. Mary's should have done well, better there. But that was, it wasn't more, it wasn't a thing of, we got scared of the of the atmosphere. We shot ourselves in the foot. Man United, we let ourselves down and showed certain naiveties that they exploited. But it was a, definitely a more positive performance in the league there than in recent weeks. So I am starting to be more convinced away from home. Obviously, we done dealt with Brentford and and um, Brentford and um, Palace at the start of the season. Leeds was an iffy game on another day. It goes elsewhere, but that's it. In the Prem, you have to suffer. So again, let's take what's been good this season and make it great. Let's the evident areas of improvement, which weren't really highlighted against Chelsea. But again, goals. You know, certain. You know, it's nothing personal. We had eight touches. We stifled them. I think when you watch the game again, tactically. I don't know. Chelsea still got teething problems with their back four and things like that. And I understand Chelsea fans want new players and that. But a lot of them players won the Champions League. 60 million on who is he? Cucurella. You know, you got quality players, bro. Raheem Sterling's not dead, but you, you kind of shaked yourself in the game, if I'm completely honest with you. And with that, we might as well start looking at the at the 
from a tactical point of view, people, big up you lot tuned in as usual. Smash the like button, people. We're here for a long time. We've got so much things to cover. Focusing on the front five players. Well, I say five, six players, basically. Um, they kind of tried to line up like that. Mount and, and Aubameyang, you know, they were trying to do this rotating thing with Havertz, like as this trio. Um, and again, if you, remo if you remove some, it's almost like they tried a diamond with Jorginho more there. Mount pulling in over here. Uh, Sterling off. Sterling's a bit irrelevant to that. Um, and you had a Bamian. They tried this diamond. It didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work because they were toothless. You know, I actually felt sorry for everyone that was part of Chelsea's back five because anytime they looked up, they had no options. But we did them, people. In reality, you more saw it like this. A Bamian's half playing through the middle, half on the left. Havertz is dropping slash playing as the striker. You know, Loftus-Cheek is drowning out there. Sterling on the right-hand side is predictable. And Sterling's a good player, technically. But what helped him a lot at City and and and, and Arteta will be able to tell us better is his game was based on movement, running in behind. Arsenal fans, we've seen Sterling score enough goals running in behind. It didn't happen. Right-hand side, predictable, bottled. You know, bottled. That's meant to say Saliba. There's a serious error there. Don't know what the S is, but... We did them, you know. Odegaard was on was on Jorginho. Anytime a Chelsea man was in possession, they had nothing. That's why you kind of saw in the build-up to the goal when we got the corner, you know, Jesus pressed as Thiago Silva. I think he played a one-two with Saka, I stand corrected. Skipping through a bit, he had the shot, which led to the corner, and they went to sleep defensively. But I think we did them tactically, for regardless of how good or poor they were. That's their business. I don't really care about Chelsea's tactics, really. Our manager just has to deal with what he needs to deal with. And he did. 66 likes. We're off to a great start on YouTube. Can we be off to a better one? I think Odegaard and Cole, naturally with the pressing, that's been there. But Odegaard was next to Jorginho. Mount was poor tactic, tactically and technically. But he was kind of dropping. Aubameyang and these men are stifled. Left-hand side, we're doing what we need to do. Zinchenko is being a fullback, but reventuring into midfield as well. And further disallowing Chelsea to get out. Shaka is doing what he can down the left. With that being said, with Zinchenko, Odegaard's kind of holding, kind of, I mean, not Odegaard. Martinelli's kind of at times stationing himself as a left-back. Jesus, obviously, he affected the game off the right when he... Uh, pressed Thiago Silva and Thiago, Jesus on that had a great game in my opinion should have scored could have scored but all action all action and that's what we need from him goals will come by God's grace or we need a new striker to go with Jesus but he was pulling out to the left considering everyone thought Aspilicueta was the one that was going to get savaged I think he did all right but he's pulling out to the left you've got Xhaka running in, in behind you've got Zinchenko taking it in turns you've got Gabriel pulling out wide and stepping up as well you've got Ben White and Saka Saka he could have done a lot better yesterday probably still carrying an injury getting forward free and allowing Saka to be narrow, allowing Xhaka to go in, allowing Martinelli some freedom actually to go centrally as well. Zinchenko had his thing as well. And we, bro, second half, it's like Chelsea gave up, if I'm honest with you. We had them in their own half, man. So you do now, you're seeing a fluid system that floats between a back three, a back four. You're seeing relationships build build, build on, on certain sides. I think the left-hand side was quite good. So I'm happy with how we performed and ultimately what we did, really. I've got no complaints, Arsenal. Thank you very much for that. Um, Gabriel has now scored seven Premier League goals since the start of last season. No defender has scored more in time. And cash money, what a time to get to get it, really. You know, the victory over Chelsea today, which was yesterday, marks Arsenal's third consecutive win against a big six team in the Premier League this season, which, again... Chelsea are going to want revenge, as are Liverpool and Spurs. And we welcome Chelsea to our place. We've got a goal, Shy Hart Lane. We've got a goal, Anfield. We've got a welcome, United. So they're all going to want get back. So take the good and make it better. 
really and truly. And I know they're not traditional top six, but I'd throw Newcastle on current form into that. Do you want to play Newcastle at home, let alone away? We saw what happened yesterday, last season, let alone how they're playing now. So we need to keep going, isn't it, really? Arsenal have won three consecutive PL away games versus Chelsea for the first time in, in the competition's history. Um, Mikel Arteta, it was his 150th game and he'd celebrated in style. He has won 87. Wenger won 82 of his first 150. So it's not where you start, it's where you finish. But keep it going, Gaffer. Keep it going, man. Keep it going. William Saliba, who won man of the match outright. 72 touches, one, one possession 13 times, made three clearances. There was a Buki moment where he kind of swiped at it from a Bamian, but it's cool. Uh, three duels, one, three interceptions, two tackles, two touches in the up box, two accurate long balls, one block. And there's talk around he's seriously considering the new deal now. By God's grace, him, Saka, Saliba, get it done. I'd even say the technical director, Edu, to follow on Mikel Arteta in the summer. Charlie Paterno, Ethan, who batted up United in their draw. Shout out to young Ethan and Miles as well for the under-18s. Um, but yeah, Arsenal, the only team to have scored in every PL game so far this season, while we also have the joint most clean sheets and fewest goals conceded. And I think, you know, I do think that's amazing. That's a byproduct of what we've done. But I do think that kind of flatters us a bit because I do think if certain people stop scoring and this purple patch stops, we're in trouble. I definitely think we can, if we're an improved defensive side, we're now crossing that border to be a good defensive side, but we haven't quite earned that right yet. So it's all about taking the good and making it great. But the promising, we're in the, you know, the promising signs are there. We're in the right direction. The sat-nav's on. We're on the right road. Really, Arsenal have now won away to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge in the Premier League for three consecutive seasons. Two clean sheets with that, and and out of a six-goal thriller, we came out on top. And the most the most encouraging thing for me was the scenes, man. Absolute limbs, absolute limbs. You know, people trying to fight Xhaka, Xhaka rattling and keeping his head in check. You know, closest that a lot of them boys in blue got close to us in the game. Really, if they kept if they had that same fight that they wanted for Xhaka on the pitch, it might have been a different result. But hey. That's for Graham Potter, who big up Potter because he was very flatter. He was flattering towards Arsenal, I believe, in his comments, man. Uh, Arsenal's Premier League record against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge from 0405 to 2018: two wins, ten defeats, and 15 games. Under Mikel, four games, three wins, zero L's. We will lose under Mikel Arteta there one day. It's not in this. It's not. It's not this year though. Big up Thiago Silva. He's one of the only players who could say they played anything close to half decent. In the first half, he made more successful attacking third passes than any other Chelsea player in the first 45. He should not be leading that stat. But what does that tell you? Chelsea are toothless. Chelsea don't know what they're doing. But we've stifled their attackers. And, you know, a big reason as to why we won the corner, Thiago Silva's dithering in possession. And there was a few times that happened. The only criticism I would say for Arsenal on another day, Saka, Odegaard, Jesus, we need you to bag in it. And especially Jesus' header, because we were cutting them open quickly. Final foot. We was progressing from start to finish in the first half. All we needed is that bit quality in the final third. And I don't care how we win, just that we win. But to go to the next level, we should have finished it in the first half. We shouldn't have to rely on a Bandulu goal sort of thing. But I don't care who scores, how we score, just that we score. We did that, in it. Shout out, Thiago. Aubameyang, for all his chatting... Less chattings, more slappings. You know, it's nothing personal. I mean, Mikel Arteta's wrong to question Aubameyang's attitude personally because, you know, he was kind enough to play for us. He was kind enough to make it 12 against 10, you know. Fantastic, you know, took on the number nine shirt for Chelsea, doing all he can to be their Lesana Diara, their Galas, their curse sort of player, really. You know, we've given them Cesc and Giroud. They've given us duds as well. But anyways, we stifled their attackers, kind of what I'm alluding to. Aubameyang had a total of eight touches, meaty. We, you know, it's nice to see that from Aubameyang and it doesn't affect us. 
Mason Mount lost the ball more times, 16 than accurate passes. Again, hero ball with 13. Raheem Sterling completed only one of his 16 dribbles and won only three of his ground duels. Toothless from them. Stifled their attackers. What's Obino saying as well? You know I've got time for these positive Arsenal stats. Smash the like button if you haven't already, folks. Arsenal have kept five clean sheets in seven away games so far this season, and that is amazing. There's been times where we could have got one against Southampton. We're fortunate to probably have that against Leeds. Let's take it to the next level because away form has been an issue. Long, you know, I'm more confident at home than away because at home, I think we can take on anyone. Forget winning, losing and drawing. I think we can. We now to need to move into that element away from home and we've kind of did that to a degree, but it's not an assurance. It's We've started well, let's keep going, really. And I think we've taken as many points off the big six so far as we did last season. United are fifth, they're closer to the relegation zone than they are at the top of the table. Brazy. Arsenal are eight points ahead of Spurs with a game in hand, 11 points ahead of United, 13 of Chelsea, 15 ahead of Liverpool. And again, there's a lot of football to be played, but let's keep it going, man. Big up to Bakayo Saka, Mohamed El Nene, because against Chelsea, they played their 150th game for Arsenal. I think Ben White had his 80th. And, bro, I'm seeing my fullback. Bro, we're playing guys that you could say are not even fullbacks. I'm seeing Ben White trying to get his first Arsenal goal. Crazy. Aubameyang contributed just eight touches. Lovely, needy twat, bro. All that chatting for nothing. And again, Southampton only seemed to turn up at home to Arsenal. You saw them get battered. Shout out to Willock for bagging as well yesterday. Only City in 2015 and, and 2017 have rest restricted Chelsea to fewer shots in a home game for the Blues um, than Arsenal with five did today. And what quality shots, bro? What did Ramsdale have to do? There was one where Havertz broke and his final ball was terrible and Ramsdale was off his line, collected it. Ramsdale didn't have to do nothing. That kit is still clean. If Ramsdale threw that shirt to the, uh, to the fans, that's the best shirt to get. There's no mud on that. Arsenal might as well hang that back in the in, in the club shop and sell that as brand new. There's no sweat on that. There's no body fluids on that from Ramsdale. The only thing Ramsdale did was just probably counting grass and spitting in his gloves like all keepers. And I want that every week for my goalie. So, yeah, man, it is what it is. Arsenal become the first team to win 10 PL away games versus Chelsea while they're just the second visit inside to win three in a row. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Five shots. Me, DB, won it. And I do think an element of that is Chelsea being toothless. But I don't want to focus on Chelsea because I think the, the media keep doing that. Two truths can live in the same realm. Chelsea were toothless. But we also did to do. I've seen that. They bigged up the Crystal Palace game. No disrespect to any of these teams apart from Spurs but um, they, and Chelsea. But they bigged up Palace. They bigged up Brentford. Against Chelsea, they bigged up Liverpool and they bigged up Spurs, and then they kind of discredit us. And and you know, because if we lost, they'd still be talking about it till next Friday. But yeah, Saka's and again, I will have to say, referees have a duty of care to Bakayo Saka. The man gets kicked. How Cucurella was getting away with murder, I don't know, but it's week in, week out now. Saka unfortunately is going to get seriously hurt. God forbid, unless someone does that. And that's not just him. There's a lot of players like that. What has Saka got to do to get fouls? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Referees have a duty of care. First things first. Shout out to Liverpool and obviously Crystal Palace as well for doing what they needed to do. And the gaffer Uno Emre. It's a fantastic weekend for us, mate. Al Mourinho doing it for the FPL. I'm trying to see some more. Gabri Gabriel has nine goals from corner situations. Set piece FC. He's bagged more from, from it than Harry Kane. And Zuma, Duncan, Mohamed Salah. Just trying to find the Arsenal stats. Don't, don't care about the rest. Shout out Telemans. Edu, get on the phone. Bring Madison as well if you can. But yeah, the pressing. And it just showed, I do want Jesus to score goals, but he can, it, man can play well without doing that. But goals win games. Shout out Ruben Neves as well. Should have put you in the FPL. Bring him as well, man. Bring them all. Shout out to, to company IC3 thing. Where's all the, 
Have I gone back too far? Probably, isn't it? Lazy, lazy, you lot, lazy. You know, where's all the statistics? What's Shaq was saying? Like, obviously, Hassan Hortel's been clipped. Since becoming Arsenal manager, Mikel Arteta's side have won more Premier League away games against Chelsea than on the other side. It was a training pitch. It was a training pitch. We probably have to organise a friendly with the under-18s or 21s because we had a training session at 12pm yesterday. No one... You know, it's real fun and games. Chelsea fans waffling when it's Jogba playing Ahmed Traore and them kind of duds there. When we get some real G's, bottling a bit of ex Kulisevsky's back for Liverpool for, for Spurs and he came back with a bang. Um, trying to find the Arsenal statistics, lad. Don't care about nothing, nothing else, lad. Shout out Gabriel as well. Shout out Saliba. Shout out the whole of the Arsenal team, mate. Zinchenko won more duels and made more tackles than any other player in the first half against Chelsea people. So he did what he needed to do. Raw man had four touches in the first half, so eight in total. Abamian was ish. He received more yellow cards than he had shots. I mean, we could tell you service relying. Abamian's nothing if you're not laying it on a plate to him. And an aging one, it's crazy. You thought you was going to come and score and say it's nothing personal when you strike against your old team. It weren't in the script. It normally is, but it weren't in the script, in the script yesterday, lad. Pussy old. Next time, don't let your tell your agent, don't let BT do you dirty. Shut your mouth and be respectful, and we wouldn't be catching you like this. Waste, man. But, anyways, away from that, Graham Potter was quite generous to us. I was reading these comments myself. I'm not going to bore you lot with them, people. I don't really care. Chelsea, that's your business, really and truly. And you look at our successful passes, you know, we trump them for everything there. Can you click on this? You know, successful passes, successful passes in their half, successful passes in the final third. Bro, for at least three of them, successful passes, successful passes in digits, really. And we've kind of basically doubled that. We got 28 to their 15 for touches in the up box, you know. We cut them open like a bread knife, you know. We had set 371 passes to their 258. In their half, we made 181 passes. Theirs is 98. 46 successful passes in the final third they had. We had 109. We, and I've already said the 29 one people. Open open play, 10 pass sequences, 9 to their 4. High turnovers, whatever that means, agendas, 16 to their 5. Shots ending high, high turnovers, none. You know, complete domination. The easiest game we played this season. Can we play you every week? Easiest away game so far. So yeah, that's that. That is that is that where that's concerned. Is there anything else? Let's look at what Mikel Arteta, the gaffer, has had to say as well, man. Big up you lot, man. Big up you lot. Elise is a bad boy footballer, my guy. Arteta has said it's another step forward. It's another step to prove ourselves to prove to ourselves that we can do that, that we can play at that high at that level against these sorts of players and teams, and hopefully they will have more belief. We use the right words: composure. It's determination, it's quality, it's courage to do it in these scenarios. And that's the steps we have to take as a team. And today we have taken that step. Amen. But let's make that a byproduct. In a way, to a degree, early on this season, we're not necessarily surprised by a lot of the things. You know, that's where we need to get to so that this is an expectation. You know, when you think of Lionel Messi, for example, you're not necessarily wowed by the magic he does at the, on a football pitch because you are you become accustomed to it. City, a lot of them grinding out results and things and stuff that if we look at ourselves in comparison, because that's the benchmark, that's a minimum. So that's the area we've got to get to. And Absolutely brilliant. Again, they've been phenomenal at home, away around the place. The energy they have created has transformed the team. I think we are really pleased for them, really pleased for the team. 
deserves a lot of credit. Amen. Martin Odegaard has said we controlled the game. I think it was a big win. I think we deserved the win and we controlled the game. We were the more dominant team throughout the whole game. They gave up in the second half. We got the goal in the end. The way we protected the box and after the goal, after the goal, and also the smartness we also we have on the ball to keep it in difficult situations. This is the way we want to play, you know, always also away from home to be able to control these games and to be more dominant. He said, yes, I've played here three times and I've won them all. So we have to keep going this way, of course. Yeah, but again, a big performance and I'm very proud of the team and the performance. Amen, really and truly. What more can you say? Uh, Mikel Arteta, before the game had... They all showed why. They all could have been men, men of the match against Stamford Bridge. I'd give out defenders, I'd probably give it to Saliba or Gabriel. But I think, nah, man, I think Gabriel deserves it. I think Saliba, second half, mopping up on top of a good game. And I think, you know, even when Broya got past him, he got it back. I think Ben White had a bloody good game. But yeah, he said, I think it's really good, really natural. And there's a connection, a personal connection. You can feel it. There's chemistry. And considering the outlay, 30 million for Saliba, 50 on Ben White, uh, similar fee for, for, for Gabriel, it's now taking shape with Ramsdale as well. And you got to remember, Ben White's played 80-odd games for Arsenal. He's played more for Arsenal than he has for Leeds or Brentford or Brighton, sorry. This is his third season as a footballer in the Prem. So he's learning. A bit like the gaffers learning every other player. I think they make each other better, the qualities they have. And don't... I... As well. I think they make each other better, the qualities that they have. And I think they've been really consistent in terms of performance as well. They communicate between French, English and Brazilian. Sometimes I don't get it, but they understand each other. So it's fine. And on Ben White, said, he said, I think he's really happy there and he's enjoying it. I think he's there. I think he finds there he has a bit more freedom. You can see when he has spaces that he likes to attack. Sometimes he likes to attack a bit too much, goes on a mazy run and loses it. I do think Ben White is going to have to significantly play at centre-half throughout his time at Arsenal. And I do think long-term you couldn't run, run that down. But I think right now where he's still at that elementary stage in the Premier League, I think right back is for you a bit more you've got the freedom to attack and whatnot defend you have to focus a lot but it's less of a focus you know I do think he enjoys the physical battles but I just think he's more accustomed to that really he's got the capacity physically he's a really special player he's very intelligent very gifted and he has a lot of courage to play this game if you tell him to play in midfield he will and give his best amen and my you know my right back don't even watch football Fair enough. When you're that good, you can do what you want, mate. Apparently, Josh Cronkay and Tim Lewis were both in attendance at Stamford Bridge and went into the dressing room. So hopefully that means that we're dotting I's, crossing T's, making phone calls and we're trying to, when we have a minute, speak to Mikel Arteta and get some transfers. But this is what you want to see, bro. Look at Chelsea. I know Abramovich ain't there, but how many times you watch Chelsea historically, Abramovich is in the stands or whatever. I don't care if Stan doesn't want to come, as long as your henchmen do the job. And again, it's lit for us. We're top of the table. I want to see that in May. Our women's team are top of their team. Our under-21s are top of their team as well. And unbeaten. Now, keep it going. Keep it going. William Saliba has won possession more times in the defensive third than any other player in the Premier League this season and has made more ball recoveries in total than any other defender as well, people. Unfortunately, Jesus is the only one of the Arsenal trio that will be going to the World Cup. Gabriel, our centre-half, and Gabby Martinelli haven't made the 26-man squad. Either way, I want Jesus to come back with a World Cup medal, potentially. I need Neymar or Messi to do that if it's, if it's not the French as well. Um, so, yeah, people, as you can see, apparently, we'll focus on that a bit more in a second. But, it, you know, we're going Dubai, innit? So, yeah, it is what it is in that regards, man. Total domination in that regards. What are you lot saying, people? Um, we got over that. Let me see what you lot are saying. We'll get into the transfer news in just a second, folks, and all of the other 
popular talking points. Chelsea won. No, oh, sorry, Arsenal. Reaction. Cool. Don't forget, I'm live at 4.30. Twitch gang, one love to you lot because we watched the Europa and Champions League live draws as well. We got zanged because we all thought Arsenal was going to get theirs. We have to wait till February 24th, I believe, to find out who we're playing in March. So, yeah, I don't know if we have the best coach, but let's just keep working. Big up, DG. One love to you, my G. Plenty are saying that Chelsea were poor, but it's my opinion that the Arsenal Dons made themselves look poor. The stats speak for themselves. What is your view? I think I've kind of offered my view while we've been talking, um, but two truths can live in the same realm. Chelsea were poor. We were good. I don't get like you should care, bro. That is their business. There's been times we've been poor and other teams haven't necessarily been good. We weren't necessarily at our best because the Arsenal that was started this season puts that game to bed first off. Easy. Easy. You know, even if we scrutinize it, there was a couple of brain farts from Zinchenko and even Saliba. So they can focus on that. As I, as I said, that they typically do, but I don't care about that. That's take it with Chelsea. You know, we have to prepare ourselves to play to play the best Chelsea team as possible. And considering Graham Potter at Brighton had our number and beat us at Ostersunds, a lot of them Chelsea players are European champions, you know, of, of recent. And, you know, you've got a 60 million left back. But if you lot play poor, that's on you and your manager. That's you lot's business. You know, they can do whatever. All I know is we got three points. We keep ticking over. We're moving that much closer to top four, really. So they can do all of that. By all means. In the remaining Premier League games, if that's going to be the talking points, I don't want that. It's a bit like United. There's a degree of, I think we were the better team against United. And the talking points that came out against United was we let ourselves down and they exploited moments. That's not United's fault. That's our fault. And the better team won, isn't it? Obviously, in football, sometimes the best team loses. Sometimes you play well and lose or draw. Sometimes you don't necessarily play well, lack against Leeds and get something from it. But the better team won. United fans couldn't care about that. They took the three points. They keep their old Trafford record going against us. They kind of stifled us. And right now, out of all the other top six games, they can say, boy, we lost to Arsenal. Can't relate. Who cares? Let them do that. We were better than City last season at home. We let ourselves down. So in many ways, we weren't. But they took the three points. And that helped them tick further towards another Premier League title. I'm not sure who cares, man. Smash the like button, people, if you haven't already. I mean, Richarlison's going because he's been there already, isn't it? How many players would you like to come in, DG? Uh, in January, well, if in an ideal world, quite a few in it, like in an ideal world. But in Jan, if you could get a midfielder or two and maybe a winger, do what you can. If you can get a left-sided centre-back, do what you can, man. Do what you can. You probably need someone to play instead of Partey, give Partey a rest, or in spite of Partey as well. Because as we know, Xhaka and Partey, anything happens to either one. If Partey gets injured, you rob this, you kind of rob, Xhaka plays the same way going like this box to box, man. But you kind of rob what Granite Xhaka is at this moment. And you see the relationship he has with Partey and throwing Odegaard into that. So you kind of rob the other team. You rob what Partey gives you. Like in the first half, Chelsea tried to break. I think it was Havertz. Partey absolutely moved to him. And I think Partey took a header that was destined for another player from a corner as well. If Xhaka's not there, you kind of, you also rob the team and you rob Partey. So we need people that, can play instead of them, can push these guys and probably long-term because, you know, even if Tierney goes or stays, Tierney, Tomiyasu, Ramsdale, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Jesus, Lokonga, Saka, Martinelli, Ben White, uh, half of these teams, you know, in the middle third, in the, in the defensive third and the attacking third, they're all kind of young and that. Obviously, these lot, we need some experienced players and I'm not saying because these lot are 29, 30 that their best days are done. But when you look at it, You've got El Nene who came off the bench and we need him fit. He's 30. Xhaka is 30. Partey is 30. They're not going to be here forever. There is a potential decline and you need that long-term one. So I would say that. 
Saliba, apparently Fabrizio, shout out Danny, Fabrizio Romano said, Saliba is really considering the new Arsenal contract. Arsenal are really optimistic. I hope so, man. But they need to put the money down. You think Gakpo is attainable? If you put the money down, you can get what you want, man. Jacques unreal, but there will be a normalisation of performance from every player here, you know. Even the players that are paid to score goals, they haven't necessarily did such. There will be a day we'll look at that. Deluded, are you worried about our transfer link? Seems like every... One second, because we've kind of indirectly got into a lot of these things, people. Be, be deluded, are you worried about our transfer link? Seems like every top team but us has ambition. I disagree. You don't pay 50 million on Ben White. He hasn't, you know, hasn't had a full season if you ain't got ambition. Chelsea going for Liao and Jan. Uh, listen, we can't get the young, bro. Like I would like all these the youngs, Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham, Rafael Liao, all these guys. But we just, you know, we need to get to where we need to get to and you can get them. You know, we bought big players and they ain't banged. Of course I want that. But realistically, it's not going to happen. Palmeiras need to sell at least one player due to financial constraints. Decision was made at a board meeting last week. One of the targets being covered for sale is Danilo, who is being coveted by Arsenal. This is the same journalist who broke Jesus to Arsenal. It could be, but ain't they got Endrick? And Endrick, even though he's barely kicked the ball for them and he's a wonderful player, he's going for 40-50-odd. So you do, it could be that, but maybe they want to hang on to him and all of that. I don't know. Of course, Zinchenko's going to look rusty. He's been out of football, but to, I can't find a comment, Cam. But of course, to go to get 77 minutes to do your job, I'll throw in his brain farts. I'm here for that. I'm absolutely here for that. So shout out Zinni for that one. And whoever plays, I, you know, I feel it for any player not playing. But I care about the collective. The collective comes first. And we're playing well. We're picking up points. If we're not picking up points, if the gaffers' tactics, which are amazing right now, look shaky, if we're not picking up points, if the players starting all the time are not doing the job, then I'll say, OK, maybe this guy could get a goal. What's going on here? But psh, everything would, is working right now, isn't it? And I think Arteta learned because the Zinchenko thing did not work at, at, at Old Trafford. It worked yesterday. So there will be a time when you need a Tomiyasu. Who knows? Maybe even Tomiyasu would have played ahead of Zinchenko yesterday. I don't know. Spare four for Tini. Come off the bench, but yeah, man. Big up, DG. I know it's selfish, but I want to cut run too. If you were Arteta, would you make 11 changes for Brighton and rest up the players or are you going strong? I think you have to go strong, but we can't sit here and deny that you've got you've got Wolves at the weekend. Um, if Saliba and Jesus got yellow cards yesterday, they would have been able to sit out the Brighton game. Um, so I, would, I, I don't want to play them because we've got a win against Wolves. Keep it going, going into the next, going into the, the little break. And when we come back, so I'd probably, I don't know, but I don't know how Matt Turner's ticking over as well, but I would probably, he's probably going to bring Rob Holden in. I'd probably Saliba not play, Gabby Jesus not play. They're the ones I know. People saying Gabriel said nothing personal when we were celebrating. Amen. I'm seeing I'm seeing Ben White kick a ball by accident in, into Odegaard's head. It is what it is in that regards, man. Who do you feel will get in Europa? I don't know because I think we have to deal with this current round and then is what it is. I don't know, man. I kind of back Spurs against um against AC Milan, unfortunately. I think we could have been more clinical, of course. Our final play, bro. The game could have been done in the first half. We could have given them a scoreline what Jogba used to give against us at the Emirates. Our resilience on the road is growing. Amen. As is the confidence to absorb pressure, bending without breaking. That is the foundation stone for a team to develop a winning mentality. Amen. 
Good, good lie, DG. Now we're first. You got to say, I don't know the points around the top. I don't know where we are in the league table. I, I, I don't know where we are, bro. Maitland now's got destroyed by Newcastle, was at fault for all the goals. I mean, he was getting ripped, man. It's been a bad day for him and Nuno Tavares. Shout out to Balligan. I mean, I don't know what to make of the FSG stuff because I haven't read it. I'm not privy to it. Some people say the headline. Some people saying it's minority shares. So, honestly, I don't really know what to make of that, really. I need to read it. If I'm honest, if I'm completely honest with you, broski. So, yeah. General thoughts. Hey, folks, and now with that, let's look at some of the transfer news and the rest of it, people. Uh, let's make sure I got everything for us. Close that, close that, close that, close that. Oh, I have not got none of this stuff prepared, have I? We're just gonna have to make a move, make a move, really. I feel like I'm missing something out. Feel like I'm missing something out, people. I really do feel like a one second. I feel like I'm missing something. Really feel like I've like I like I'm missing. Something. I don't know what it is. Who knows, man? Who knows? We're just gonna have to deal with it. Come on. We're just gonna have to deal with it. We're just gonna have to deal with it, but yeah, let's keep it going, people. Let's let me edit that timestamp because if again, when I pull it into the notes, everyone's gonna get the wrong thing. What the hell? I'm having a mare, people. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Oh, no, I'm having a mare. I think I clicked off my Google Sheet. I'm having a mad mare. We're just gonna have to make it work, man. I'm having a mess still. I'll fix it up. But yeah, 45, 40. Big up you lot tuned in, people. Who would you rather sign, Endrick or Mudrick? Well, Endrick can't play until he's 18. But Endrick, really, if I'm completely honest with you, I'd say Endrick, man. Do you agree we look good against Chelsea because they don't press us that much because Leeds come to pressure us and we struggled? Well, yeah, obviously, you know, there's no point playing out from the back if you, you know, if you can only play out from the back when you're not under pressure. So, yeah, you know, Chelsea were a bit toothless. There was too many gaps between their final third, defensive third and middle third. There was no options for their defenders. There was little to no creativity with their front men. So Chelsea kind of defeated themselves before the game was even played. But that's nothing to do with us. We pressed the hell out of them. We tactically outdone them. We was cutting them open for, unlike them, back to front very quickly. You know, we took the, you know, on another, we need to score better goals and cleaner goals and more goals because we've been doing that. But we took our chance. Second half, they gave up. You know, it's, it's the most one-sided Chelsea-Arsenal game I've seen in a minute. The easiest game I've seen in my lifetime at Stamford Bridge of recent memory, really and truly. Most toothless I've seen from Chelsea. But, hey, that's their business. Who cares, man? Who really gives a flying monkeys about any of that, if I'm completely honest with you? Um, so, yeah, let's start getting into the transfer news and things like that, people. The first thing I want to look at is apparently David Ornstein's been talking on his column, people, about Arsenal, whatever that means. So let's see where that is found. Arsenal set to announce World Cup friendly dates and squad involved. Uh, trying to scroll the way down. Apparently, after the trip to Wolves on Saturday, the members of Mikel Arteta's squad not playing in Qatar are set to be granted about 10 days off and then will return to training in London. They intend to travel to Dubai on the 4th of December for warm weather camp, during which exhibition matches will likely be staged with Lyon on December the 8th. So we get to see Lacazette and AC Milan five days later. 
It is expected the round-robin format will also feature Liverpool, but the English sides are not expected to meet. Arsenal are due to fly home on December the 14th and may stage a third game at the Emirates Stadium. opponent in front of supporters. Contracts for the Dubai competition are close to being signed and confirmation is anticipated in the week, in the next week, which will offer further information and ticketing details for those who want to attend. So that was on The Athletic, going away from Safari and going back over here, people. The first thing I want to look at is this first, people. Now, this is a journalist based in England who covers the Brazil stuff, people, on behalf of Arsenal. Uh, if this will move, translate tweet. Arsenal winning big games is in for the title in the earnest. I have information that the club wants to take advantage of the moment and will inject money to reinforce the squad well in January to be able to compete until the end. In the same way they surprised us with the start of the season, I hope they surprise us with what they do in the market in January. But again, we can't just make assumptions. That doesn't mean you're going to spend big money on big players and do big things. Right now, we just need to spend the right money. I don't care if a player costs £2 or £200 million or £20 million. Just make sure they're the, big, they're, they're the right players in it. But it would do us a lot. Because for me, the thing that would encourage me the best would be telling me we're learning up from our mistakes of last season in that, you know, Spurs got a boost with Bentacor and Kulisevsky. We kind of disadvantaged ourselves with not doing certain things in the market. So hopefully we do what we're doing in it. So hopefully this means such. Big up Renato. If we go back, people, he said ESPN Brazil have said, I have information that Arsenal want to keep the good momentum and the owners will inject money to sign players in Jan. I mean, you inject players, you make signings, you inject players, it makes top four a big of a boost. And for the fans, we're happy. There's more money for participating in the group stages than actually winning Europa League. So indirectly, if that's all Kronke wants, fair enough. This guy has probably said he's a very good... Renato has said he's a very... That João Castelo Branco is a very good source, by the way. Brazilian journalist based in London. He covers Arsenal in Brazil, has close ties with the club. I reckon links with Palmeiras. Danilo will speed up in the next days. His club have been crowned champions again. And in like clockwork, that has actually been what has been happening, people. Um, we'll get into Mikel Arteta's press conference in a bit, people. Um, Potter said Aubameyang has been very respectful. Who cares if you're disrespectful or respectful? You chatted off your mouth. If you're going to talk and do them them sort of things, make sure you have more than four touches in one half and eight touches in your 60th minutes and you don't get hooked. People, there was rumours that he put a Spider-Man mask near the, near, 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 near the goals. Lull. Anyways, away from all of that, people, we've seen all this warm weather stuff as well. So, yeah, I will come back over there. Apparently, Arsenal eyeing 26.5 rated Victoria Guimarães star Ibrahim Abamba. I think he's a young Italian lad. But what you can see available, he looks quite decent, but I don't have an informed opinion. He's an FM wonder kid as well. With Mikel Arteta looking to add a defensive midfielder to his squad in Jan, is this someone we're just keeping tabs on? Is this a contingency plan to Danilo? Is this in addition to Danilo? Because if we're honest with ourselves, big up El Nene. Should probably be two sixes that come in. One that phases out El Nene. One that can challenge Partey or be used instead of Partey. And I would like two eights as well. But he's 20 years of age. He's attracting interest. Arsenal want to be kept updated should he be allowed to leave people. He's not expected to leave in January. Apparently, he's featured in all 12 of their league games. He's drawing interest from Villarreal and Atalanta people. According to the Daily Mirror, the Portuguese club have been informed that the Gunners want to be kept update on the player should he be allowed to leave. He's valued at around 26.5 million and has been watched by our club scouts. He is not expected to leave in Jan, but there's a feeling that the right, the right offer could change that. He joined in 2020. He was born in Italy and he's of Ivorian descent and he was recently called up to train 
with the Italian uh, squad and obviously the gaffer Man Roberto Mancini. Uh, Arsenal confident of sealing January transfer as Gunners seek Gabby Martinelli repeat, whatever this means. Arsenal are confident of signing Palmeiras midfielder Danilo in January. According to reports, the Gunners are claimed to be close to agreeing a deal for the 21-year-old. Arsenal, as you know, we were interested towards the end of the summer. It didn't work between that and Douglas Luiz. Palmeiras were confirmed as the champions of the Brazilian Serie A last week and the season will end on Sunday. And that looks set to give Arsenal the chance to get a deal for Danilo over the line. And we did hear in the summer they're more likely to sell him in January. Apparently, Brazilian out outfit, whatever that says, claims a deal is getting close between the top the two clubs. The Premier League leaders believe the transfer is in a good position to be finalised in January. If Danilo were to join Arsenal, it'd almost be a repeat of a deal which Sean Martinelli joined in 2019. Completely different. And he's got over 100 appearances. He would have come from a team that's won a league title and got to a final of the World Cup, Club Cup. So there's a lot of things. I wouldn't expect him necessarily to hit the ground running in January, especially because his season, he'd have a couple of weeks off. But we need midfielders. Apparently, they've already lined up replacements for him as well. So hopefully that's the thing, people. Apparently, Arteta um, wanted a midfielder. Douglas, Luiz and Danilo didn't work. His contract doesn't expire until 2026. So in a, they're in a fantastic negotiating position. Arsenal are also interested in signing a winger in Jan. And as you know, Fogundo Torres is the latest wide man, wide man to be linked people um, with us. So we'll have to see how that one day develops, folks. Um, is there any new news here before we look over? As you can see here, allegedly Palmeiras need to sell at least one player due to financial constraints. Decision was made at a, at a board meeting last week. One of the targets being considered for sale is Danilo, who's being covered by Arsenal. And apparently this might be the same journalist who broke Jesus to Arsenal and also our interest allegedly in Paqueta people. So hopefully this means we get our man. Tomiyasu has been named in the uh, World Cup squad for Japan. And apparently the J Japanese culture said Tomiyasu can start training before the World Cup and go... And go the competition in good comp in good condition, so that's decent. Apparently, uh, Fabrizio Romano has said Saka, Martinelli, Saliba are tempted by the Arsenal project and would like to continue. Arsenal are very optimistic about Saliba extending. Gabriel was approached by Juventus and another club, but he wanted to continue at Arsenal. We're optimistic around Gabby Martinelli. I can't find it, but apparently there's serious consideration being given by Saliba to sign a new deal as well. Um, in that regards, what have you said as well? Zinchenko, which we'll get over that. Uh, as you heard, Mikel Arteta did want to sign, uh, did want to sign Yuri Telemans in the summer, and apparently he wants him in Jan. And we all saw the great goal he scored, um, the oh, lovely, lovely goal, Wayne Rooney esque, really, um, in the latest Leicester game. And I don't think they'll let him go in Jan. I think unless you prepare, you're prepared to pay more than you might deem a player with six months on his deal is worth. But yeah, he's doing well. He's going to go into the World Cup in the good, best capacity. Hopefully, we you get him in the summer, really. Mikel Arteta has requested Arsenal to sign Telemans in January, according to reports. And they're trying to tempt Leicester to cash in. He's out of contract. You know, Leicester are kind of getting their season back on, but they're going to probably need to keep him, probably will keep him. According to reporter Manuel Marea, he is finally going to push for a move for Telemans. But it's understood Leicester retain hope he'll put pen to paper with the Foxes and extend his stay in the Midlands. I mean, Douglas Louise did. And they've been linked with Enzo Lafie and also Alwa as well, people. So doesn't seem like there's anything tangible, really. You know, Yuri Telemans has been training fantastically and all them things like Brendan Rogers says. He's going to keep saying that. They obviously want to keep him, but at some point they're going to need to have to keep him moving, people. 
Um, we've already announced this and spoke about that. I don't know, pardon me, what this means, but United, Liverpool and Arsenal may have chance to sign next Jude Bellingham for cheaper. Any BS, I'm locking off this article, people. People. What is being said here? Mikoko, apparently his contract is running down. I'll take him at the carpet. I don't think we've been linked, people. Apparently, Mikoko's contract expires at the end of the season and his entourage is reportedly showing resistance in pers persuading him to commit his future to the club. Broy. And I mean, him and Adinyemi FC, bring them both, man. Bring them both. He's finally sharing his quality. Bring them both to the carpet if you can. That was already in relation to, to, to uh, Tommy Asu people. So, yeah, we've already said that. I won't bore you with that. La Liga start open to making Arsenal return in honest transfer verdict is possible. Yunus Musa, to be honest with you, I think you'd be in the first team like Bukayo Saka. I mean, when you and Miguel Aziz were playing as schoolboys, Miguel Aziz ain't quite there at the moment, but is what it is. He admits he would return to Arsenal in the future. However, he insists he's happy at the La Liga club. You know, again, they offered him a project and you've got to do what makes you better because you're now an American international and playing week in, week out in a top five league. So I can't begrudge it. He said, you never know. Is that it? I had a great time at Arsenal developing there. I still have friends there. The coaches were great. Being an Arsenal player in general is great. I loved playing for Arsenal. I've got nothing against the club. And if one day it turns out to be that it's time to go back, then it's possible. For now, I'm really happy at Valencia and I'm looking forward to carrying the season on the same way we're doing now. Apparently, Arsenal are one of the clubs checking his progress as well as Liverpool. He's got an £87 million release clause. I can't see us doing that. And he's set to feature at the forthcoming World Cup, man. It was heartbreak, heartbreaking when he left, man. So keep doing your thing. Wish you all the best, man, in that regard. So we'll have to see what's being said there. Uh, well, that's in relation to Nuno Tavares, who hasn't been playing necessarily well. Let's spin the block for Arsenal as well, people. Not the last 24 hours. What about the last recent hours? No one cares what Chris Sutton, Rio Ferdinand, Gary Neville have to say about Arsenal Football Club. What is this? What is that? Mikel Arteta teases new role. What is this? Big up Tommy Asso, as you can see, he's been named in that. We'll get into the other stuff in a second, people. We'll leave that for a sec. Where's all the other articles I just copied and, well, opened? Really, considering Arsenal now very optimistic, 21-year-old star will sign a new contract soon. It's not over to the fat lady sings. And every performance you put in along with all of them going into a World Cup, which I don't expect you to start week in, week out for France, but you've got a goal, really, you know. It's good for Arsenal Football Club. He's got a lot to work in. He's got a lot of gears to go up, but we will get there. 140 likes, over 200 of you locked in on YouTube. Smash the like button. Can we get to 200? Unexpected high bills if you ain't hit that like button. But, yeah, he said he could join Gabriel, his centre-back partner, in signing a new deal. Speaking about contracts, I can tell you that for William Saliba, that there's a proposal on the table, and Saliba is really considering this proposal. There are con conversations ongoing, sorry. Arsenal are really optimistic, but a decision is to go really strong on these new contracts in the next weeks and months. If Arsenal can give new contracts to Saliba, Saka, Martinelli, then it would be as important to the club as new signings. Fair enough, and I agree as well. Mikel Arteta teases new Martinelli Arsenal role. Unless it's playing up front, I don't know about any of any of that personally. I'm not too sure on any any of that personally. Big up all of you lot tuned in, folks. But let's see what has been said here. Martinelli's missed out there. Where is it? 
Apparently, if the suggestions from Arsenal's social video last season is to be believed, then, Mick, then Martinelli could well be in for a chance of transitioning into a forward role, which he was always destined for. And the fact that he's taking the necessary steps to becoming the right fit. I mean, he could probably be better than Eddie there, but we've probably been done there by just some nonsense, two and two and getting a million. Arsenal still interested in signing frightening attacker, but there's a problem, says Fabrizio Romano. Apparently, Shakhtar the next have significantly upped their asking price. For the 21 year old, I don't, I, he might very well be in the future. I don't currently think he's worth what they're asking. We know they wanted a winger, Rafina was the dream, but then it was not possible to proceed. They had very positive contacts on Mudrick's side, but then they decided not to proceed with Shakhtar because they wanted more than 40 to 45 million. Now Shakhtar wants more than 60 to 65 million, I'm told. So it's not going to be easy, but Arsenal are still following the player. They consider Mudrick a top talent, and so Arsenal are still there. Let's see, because now the race is open with many clubs involved, but Arsenal will be busy in the next weeks and months. And he's, I mean, you know, I, I think when he's shaky in Champions League, no one says a word, but when he does a Mazda, it is. And I'm not belittling him. He's clearly not the finished article, but he's got a lot of things that he can bring to the table. Tommy Asu has been named in the Japan's World Cup squad, as, as stated already, folks. So... It is well, it is where the transfer news concerned. What are you lot saying, people? Keep your opinions, etc., flowing and rolling, people. Transfer news. Let's also see what the hell has been said with some of these other things as well. We need this Jacko Chupa Molting type. Rest them. No one cares about the EFL Cup. To be fair, I hear you, but any cup you can win is a, is is one. You know, uh, fair enough. It was it was Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola never disrespected that competition. Who do we think we are? What have we done in the league? Arteta on the win supporters and the title race people. He has said on the on on the supporters. Uh, oh, I completely missed it. On the significance of the victory against Chelsea, it's another step as a team to come here against a top opponent, top manager, world class players around the pitch and dominate the game and actually win it. It's very meaningful and hopefully will give the boys more belief. maturity, a lot of composure, a lot of courage, a lot of determination to play in this stage in the way we've played. It's easy to say, but really difficult to do. I think the boys were phenomenal today. Amen. On sharing the moment at full time with the players, it, you know, that's our pitch. That's our training pitch. We might as well buy the pitch of some of them Chelsea fans who like to say, oh, I own Summer Stamford Bridge. It's great. They have been absolutely phenomenal. They have transformed the club, the energy of the club. That's my opinion. They have transformed the way the team believes in what they're doing. To share that with them away from home is really special. I had my family there. I had my son there in the middle of the crowd. So it was great. And what I would say, Mikel Arteta, this was the first thing he said when he took over that we all need to do this thing. So that's the biggest thing I like from this. But it comes with showing us things to believe in on the pitch. On Jacques, he said he's a fighter. He's someone that's going to face difficulty and adversity. He's done that and now he needs to enjoy it as well. We need to learn to enjoy more the good moments. I think he deserves that. On the consecutive victories, or three of them at Stamford Bridge, the first one comparing with this one is very difficult. They are wins that are so difficult to do against this club. We've done it, but I'm especially pleased about how we won today. I think that reflects much more what we want to do. On the pressing, the pressing's amazing. As you said, you know, we were marking well. We were pre as we kind of looked earlier. And they, we, we marked them out of the game on top of Chelsea being poor. They've been phenomenal. They have a real willingness to do this. They're capable physically now because they have matured to do it and to sustain it. The difference is about demanding them to do it something actually and then feeling what they are doing and how important and how beneficial it is for themselves. Starting with Gabby, what he did today was just phenomenal. Amen. 
He said, of course, he's going to enjoy the pressing. On whether the focus is on top spot, what is fantastic is to see the team taking another step. Today was under pressure. Yesterday, we lost that spot. We prepared the game to come here and win. But understanding that winning here is a different story. And today, the boys done it. Um, I'm really happy because they've managed to get that step on Gabriel. He deserves his praise. It feels like people are very slow to praise him and very quick to condemn him. I think both of them, I think that pair again, they were both outstanding, both of those. That's why we sustained them really well, especially when we had to defend open spaces, which they both did. It was very difficult against these players, what we defend them to do, but I think they did it. On the difference between this game and our away trip to Old Trafford, discipline really for me. We lack discipline in that game. We lack the discipline that is necessary in certain moments to do what you have to do. So he said the same thing. Because if not, you get punished, which we did against Anthony and Rashford and Cole. I think we learned that lesson really well because, again, I think we played really well, but it wasn't enough to win. That's the difference, how top teams do it. And whether he's thinking about the title now, do something for me. Just look at the last six years, what City has done with the best manager in the world or the best team in the world. They have shown it consistently in every single competition. We have to be very, very respectful of that. We are getting much better as a team. We are competing much better. We are getting really good results right now. But this is a long, long journey. <laughs> Amen, Gaffer. Leave it to the fans, the pundits and everyone to waffle. Let's keep working. On whether he thinks we're in, in contention, we are today. I think football today and tomorrow is, a very different, is very different. So let's enjoy it tonight. He learned that from Wenger. On Saka, you saw me on the touchline. I was really happy. I was really calm and happy with those decisions. On him being accused of diving, look, I don't know. He doesn't dive. On the gap between Chelsea and Arsenal on the table, yes, that's very unusual that we need to make the most of it. We had a really good start, obviously. We are, we are still very early in the season. We have to maintain that. That's going to be a long, long marathon. On Ben White, really happy with him. I think he's playing in different positions. He's done it before. And he's accommodated himself in a great way to, to the fullback position. His understanding with the players around him is top. And I really like him. He always wants to be there. He trains every single day. He plays under any circumstance. I love the boy. On whether he should be in the England squad, 100%. That isn't for me to decide. If he does, I'll be so happy for him because he deserves it. Some cynical Arsenal fans would say, we hope no one gets called up. Keep them in, in, in cotton wool. Some Arsenal fans would say, Brazil, France. Japan, Ghana, the quicker and anyone, uh, any other country, the quicker these lot go out, the better. Is Ukraine in the World Cup? I'm not sure, but it is what it is. So, yeah, that's that. Once again, speaking of World Cup, Tomiyasu, if you didn't know, is in the Japan squad. Apparently, Gabriel Jesus is um, for Brazil. Unfortunately, the other Gabbies are not. Zinchenko wants Arsenal to have the mindset of title contenders. I love it. There's always some space to improve, but I think we are in the right way as a team, as a family. It starts in the dressing room and it's on the pitch as well. We are trying to push each other. We are trying to help each other. I think this is the right way to do it. Still, we have a dream. We believe that we can achieve something this season. Let's see what is going to happen. I can feel that this group of people, they are special, starting from our staff and then all the people on the training ground, our fans. We believe in ourselves every single game. I got used to hearing that Arsenal were top four. I would say that I really want to kill and destroy this stereotype. We need to look further. And I think this team, this group of people, the fans, they deserve more. That's what we need to do. We need to work hard in this and let's see at the end of the season. If you ask me if we can challenge City and stuff, of course, they are an amazing team, but you never know what can happen in football. We need to go step by step with every game. Calm down. And I like the way the gaffer is saying it. I mean, dream. Aim for the moon, touch the stars, we're all right. All I care about is hearing the champions. I want to hear that in, at the Emirates. I want to have at least six watch-alongs on my channel of the Champions League. Of course, I want to win Prem and that, but I don't know where we are on the table. We just have to keep working. If Arsenal are at the summit going into the World Cup break, 
and he is urging the squad to stay focused. Important feeling, he said. You have to believe in yourself and the things which you are doing. Amen. You have to believe in the process, and that's what we are trying to do every single game. It's important feeling for everyone, but let's focus now on Brighton and then Wolves. Then if we are there, top of the table, it's perfect for us, so let's keep going. I don't know. Would you play Tierney again? I think Zinchenko will probably start, and maybe or maybe Tierney starts. But would you play Zinchenko? Because he got 77 minutes and still look rusty. Would you play Zinchenko and Tierney against Brighton people? But either way, that's that. And I think this is just the same thing, really, that they're reiterating. So with that being said, that appears that that is that really. Is there anything new here? Who gives a crap what J J James Jermaine Genus has to say about Arsenal or anything, man? I'm sure Spurs fans don't even don't even like listening to him, people. Oh, that's big up Melina and big up Sean Featley. Apologies for mispronunciation, man. That's crap news to see. God be with you, man. So, yeah, in short, we're optimistic about new deals. So, yeah, unfortunately, Gabriel ain't called up to the World Cup. But, you know, at least you get to spend time with family and support the boys from over them side. So, it is what it is in that regards, people. 158 likes. Can we get to 200? With that being said, that seems to be all of that, people. So now let me see exactly what you lot have to say. I'll tell you. And Zinchenko speak. Would you go for Mudrik in Jan? Defence is good, but we need more cutthroat at the final third. But how cutthroat is he? Because he's not the finished article. Sterling is very overrated. But oh, she's part of the Premier League 100 club. You don't do that by being overrated. Eden Hazard could be going to Newcastle or anywhere. Apparently, he's up for sale. So, we'll have to see. Another great performance from Musa Diaby against Union Berlin. Apparently, he's admired internally at Arsenal. But again, these guys, as we saw with our failed pursuits of Pedro Neto, um, of Rafinha, to a degree, it's completely different. But Douglas Luiz, when you're going after these teams that have, beyond the obvious, no reason to sell, you've got to put the bread down or forget about it. Martinelli not added to the Brazilian squad and Richarlison has is an absolute is absolutely shocking. I disagree because although I want Martinelli to be there, you know, Richarlison isn't necessarily my cup of tea, even though I'd have him as a nine in the squad just to, you know, be a battering ram. But he plays quite well for Brazil. He's been in good form for Brazil and he's been in half of the camps, isn't it? Martinelli's a bit of a wild cannon where the international scene. Martinelli should be there, but only a certain amount can go. Big up DG. Ain't we the first team out of the big six to win away from home this season as well? That was before Liverpool won at Spurs, I believe so. Chelsea have, have disappeared off the face of the earth. DG, big up. I know it's selfish, but I want to cut run. If you are a tetter, would you make 11 change? I think I saw this, but I'd have to really think about it, but I would make some changes. Ben White is too techy not to have a goal yet. He just got to get in the box and head of that, man. Shout out Matisse. They all ran over to go in front of Aubameyang after he scored my club is back. We need to be rattling. And I'll say, that went over my head. One thing I loved yesterday, and it, it, I love how even decisions that I think were, 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 were acting, I love to see we're surrounding the ref. I don't like to see it because the football shouldn't be like that. But I do think whether it's been FFP, whether it's been certain referees, we either adapt or don't survive in it. Let's get on with it. And I do like how sometimes against Chelsea, we're putting uncertainty in the ref. You know, Aubameyang, as soon as he's given away that foul and got a yellow card, surround him. Just surrounding them at any given opportunity. Man said, Nico Nuvid, how I tricked Aubameyang to join Chelsea to help Arsenal. Would rather take Benassi ahead of the uh, Telemans. He's not, he's a DM in principle, but I think he'd be able to play Jacaro well. I mean, I'd love Benassi. Another one, him, Eunice Musa, shouldn't have been left away. Boy, new manager bounce, Luke Tegi. We're going to have to do a job, man. 
And Wolves is a brazy stadium to go to, man. It's going to be 7.45 night time as well. It's crazy, man. So we're just going to have to keep going. We're literally just going to have to keep going. Oi, Potter, come get your chain and watch back old plate tick. I word to the nice tick. Real talk, January's got to be a big window. The league is there for the taking still. Dino, shout out to you and the YouTube members. Cam in the cut as well. It's lovely. I'll be at the Brighton game with the family, North Bank Upper. Safe journeys to and from the game for you and everyone else. I think Mikel will go for a strong team, but, uh, you know, I do think it's an opportunity to maybe give El Nene some minutes. I'm not sure if playing the Conga is the right thing. I think El Nene, do your thing. Maybe Xhaka will be knocking on the gaffer's door like, listen, I'm good to play. Um, Tierney probably start. I mean, if Turner's fit, he could start. Tomiyasu, well, I don't know if Tomiyasu's back, he might. Big up DJ in the community. Did you hear from Sammy Davis Jr. looking brother Matisse? <laughs> Shout out Matisse, man. That's my guy. He did him dirty, man. He said he was going to call the police yesterday based on when, I, when we was watching his video on Twitch. I don't know about all that, but shout out to him, man. We're finished oil money to Liverpool. Bro, it is a reality, isn't it? Just, it, might, it makes it a lot harder and things like that, but we're going to have to get on with it. What are we going to do, Cry? Until we get that piece. Hope you're well, DG. Off topic, Liverpool has been put up for sale. Weird time here in Aussie, but it's DG time. Appreciate you, Oliver, and everyone else locked in. Lot of good performances. Odegaard quite again, getting fed up really. And shit, bro. I can't lie, man. I disagree, my guy. I disagree, man. I disagree heavily. Odegaard was, was monumental to our press. I hear it. You know, Odegaard is a player that could go under the radar very easy. He's not going to dance past 10, man. When he learns how to shoot with his right foot, it's peak. But yeah, man. Just a quick thing on United. We had the toughest start fixture-wise on paper. We only lost to City out of the top six, but it's fickle to question this side's mentality after yesterday. I don't get what you're asking me. I breathed a sigh of relief when Tierney came on for, the, for him in the second half. He was gassing... Badly by then with Chelsea playing balls behind our left. I mean, you saw it. Chelsea were trying to pop it over Zinchenko's head and capitalise on the spaces. Let's put a bid in for Kulisevsky. would love him, man. He's an Arsenal fan, unfortunately. He does play in North London, but, you know, he wouldn't have to move house, but he's playing for idiot teams. Imagine we got Savage, Danilo and Diaby. Yeah, I know there's a bigger chance of me playing for Arsenal than that happening, but we can dream. The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. According to reports, we are close to Danilo Palmeiras. As for Telemans, watch Leicester are reportedly asking for 18 million euros for him to leave in Jan. I mean, if that is true and whoever said that is a credible thing, bring that. Yeah, I hear that. I just watched the video of Aubameyang filming what he said. He obviously didn't mean it and was told to say it by a promo guy. I hear that, but you got your own mouth. You're a big broadcast, big man. You can say no, you know. I used to work on production and my company, I didn't get to, and it's not my company that I own, but they worked with Lionel Messi. And the, the manager at the time or the owner of the company told me a famous story how for a year they were planning a particular shoot with Lionel Messi. It cost a million quid in everything. Messi was there for 30 seconds, looked around, bust out. So clearly Messi saw something I didn't like. You know, these club, these people get promos all the time. They did do him dirty, but, you know, and you can see, I know the video referring to, you can see it in Aubameyang's face that he's feeling a bit uneasy, he wants to be a bit respectful. Banter aside, I do think everyone's making a meal of it, but it's chat-ish get banged, really. If you don't chat nonsense, nothing said. That's why when, Ars when Arsenal eventually lose again to Brentford, Ivan Tony's going to probably subtweet Gabriel. That's why Gabriel is onto Aubameyang and Ivan Tony very quickly, you know. It's the chattings. 
If you shut your mouth, nothing happens. If a bad man didn't say the nothing person, if he shut his mouth, you wouldn't be getting slewed. You still agendas would still be agendas would still be alive and kicking. Don't get it, do not get it twisted. A bad man would still be catching heat. Well, it is what it is, man. And to be honest, this is what makes the game, man. It makes the game, but I want to see this all banner. It's not that deep. He got done dirty, and BT are gonna do him dirty. BT's job is to sell the sell the game, innit? And he helped them. Big carrot. He did without him saying anything. It was the whole, oh yeah, about Aubameyang's returning home. It's nothing personal. It definitely is nothing personal when you have eight touches hooked at half time. And ben, I wouldn't even say Ben White pocketed you. You pocketed yourself. You spliffed yourself. Ben White took you for a joke, man. Ben White first ten minutes is trying to score a goal. We don't rate you. Aubameyang, you don't rate yourself. There's a reason you got rubbed out at Arsenal, at Chelsea, and now Barca. And again. You know, big up to him for taking the nine shot. I'll always love a Bamian. I'll always have a lot of time for a Bamian. But this is the game. You talk nonsense. That's what happens. You know, Arsenal and Spurs are always going at it. The Twitter thing, them, the, the, the Twitter handles are always indirecting each other. The game, the game. You know, less chattings, more slappings is all I'd say. Big up to him, though. I would like two mids, 100%. I'll take Telemans and Mudrick. We don't want the Liverpool model. I want peas, though. We wanted to emulate the Liverpool model. I hope we don't forget our midfield, like you said, two eights and it's two sixes. I wouldn't say it's closer to cities and Liverpool's that high-intensity stuff. Closest we get to Liverpool is historically probably how they pressed. I'd get a backup striker and a backup fullback. I'd love that, but between now and January, you probably have to do that, man. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, the Liverpool model is dead. I want a United model. I just want an Arsenal model. Just take a bits, bits and pieces from everyone. You look at, you know, Edu, how you see football. Obviously, we're all a collective and how we all see football together. We disagree, but fundamentally. But Edu, you're South American. You've been in Brazil. You know, you've played for Arsenal, let alone you've had a role in Brazil. Arteta, you're, the, the way you see football, obviously, is probably going to be shaped a lot by David Moyes and the fact that he's played in he's played in France, he's played in Scotland, he's played for Everton. But obviously, he's a Spanish man, come through La Masia, been with Pep, take a bit of that, add Edu's thing. You know, whatever Arsenal's thing is with De Gea, make your own thing. Like Pep says, the best, you know, geniuses are idea thieves. We're nothing but ideal idea thieves. Nothing is innovative. And then put our own little spin on it. Danilo has the same agent as Gabriel. Hopefully that makes it easier. But we heard Fabio Vieira got the same agent as Pedro Neto. And I said he's been in bed all day. Get up, man. Go and seize the day. I think we have definitely taken over Liverpool after hearing they are for sale. Now all we need is Pep to leave. Apparently Pep will decide his future in the World Cup, but his wife wants to stay, so he will. But people talk a lot of nonsense about Gabriel, man. The build-up for Jesus' goal was amazing. And that's why I wanted him to score, man. That could have been an Arsenal team goal of the season contender. Shout out Anfield High Road as well. Finally, on the topic of our defence, all our worst performances are when Gabriel doesn't play. He just needs to stop the the the, the brain fart. I mean, Brazil always call up Buki Dons to the World Cup, man. You have to give that tax. God, you know, I want us to win it, but, you know, Tite will be out for, by this now. You know, the Copa America thing for Gabriel and Martinelli. I hope we get Danilo. Hey, let's say that, Clement Clement. Do you think Richarlison is another LaCelso? Nah, they zang themselves. But you know Richarlison is, a, is, I don't like the term fug, but he's a fug of a footballer. He's a battler. He's not nice to watch. Can't stay on side. Tell him as he's not good for us, not worth it. Disagree. But it's not the end of the world if we do or don't get him. 
think the minimum is a centre mid. Address centre mid if you can out wide, mm. but I know it's techie. You need to address the middle of the pot. Let's get this. Let's get in that savage guy from Napoli. He and another dirty striker like Ivan Tony will keep cooking teams for the rest of the season. Big up DJ, appreciative. Make sure you're subscribing on YouTube and Twitch. You're following the handles. BT got extra views on the game because of the promo. They knew what they're doing exactly. I right, big up my guy TJ. I right, make sure you're following him and you're taking it. I don't know. We just have to keep working hard. Just keep working hard, man. I don't know where we are in the table. I don't know what how many games we've won. I don't know how many games we've lost. I don't know how many clean sheets or goals. I just just keep working hard, man. Just keep working hard. Keep fighting. Nothing's guaranteed. Just keep fighting. Stay humble. I'd play Zinchenko in midfield and Tini at left-back versus Brighton. I would as well, but then I think about it. That's both our left-backs right now with Tomiyasu. Like, obviously, Zinchenko probably needs minutes. But you want to keep them fit. Anything happens to one or two of them or whatnot, and you're probably having to beg Saka to do that, you know? I don't know what the best YouTube channel is to watch players on, man. You're going to have to just, just scour the net. Gabriel and Martinelli with more of a point to prove for themselves of the season now. Show Tite what he's missing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Of course, you should be disheartened. I, I think personally, footballers are not idiots. You know, if you didn't get called up to the last camp, you probably weren't going to make this, with the exception of Gabby Jesus, who maybe they were doing Arsenal a favour or they wanted to test up, test out players. They're not... They're not stupid. They knew they weren't going in their hearts. Trust them days against Watford. We're not out of the struggle yet, but we're moving, man. We're moving, we're moving. I'm having a great day, man, with great supporters like yourself, man. Appreciative to that, man. Thank you very much. Kessier isn't playing much for Barcelona. We should move for him. I mean, if there's a chance, bring that. Who do we get in Europe that will match Partey? I don't know. Mikel Arteta, go and get it done. You know, it just it doesn't have to necessarily be matching Partey, but can it be someone that in a nice way to Partey, as much as you can say it, that his absence isn't felt? As much, I'm not too sure. Hopefully, but I don't really know. Seeing if there's anything else. Hopefully, hopefully, Giroud knocks Spurs out of the Champions League. But I think Spurs are going to do them over them legs, there, man. If I'm honest. Trying to see. Don't feel like there's anything else, people, really. We just need, we should go for Bellingham, bro. You need to put 100 million down. And then even if you do that, you're still going to have to convince him more than Real Madrid and all these clubs. I love Jude Bellingham, but there's a lot of variables at play, clearly. Dream chasing, man. Maybe the next Jude Bellingham, if we keep doing what we're doing. Apparently, Arsenal's Player of the Month nominees are. Right, Saliba's name's not... Well, to be fair, Saliba's had a bit of a... Apart from this game, he has, by his own admission, been a bit slow. But Partey, Xhaka, Saka, Martinelli, I'd give it Martinelli, to be fair with you. But who knows, man? Let me scroll, make sure I'm not missing anything. How is Chelsea not getting FFP when they spent 300 million in the summer? I don't know. How are they not getting results? And that just shows you it's about spending correctly, not spending for the sake of spending. To be fair, they, Graham Potter didn't buy none of them players. But that's the thing. What if... Cucurella for 60 million, even though he worked with him at Brighton, he sits there and says, nah, I don't want him. What happens there? Because I do think Graham Potter has to be given, he has to work with some players that are not his, but he has to be given that right. Like Koulibaly, I'm just saying Koulibaly, Cucurella, Sterling, what if you don't want these players? I don't know. 
Looks like Sterling joined the wrong club, man. Playing right wing, you know where it is with Sterling. Like, it's predictable. Sterling's game's based on movement. Which I'm I'm she we got clean sheet away. Another away clean sheet, extra bony um extra bonus points. I'm not laughing. I'm not I'm not crying, I'm laughing, but who cares? Rafa Liao versus Emerson Royal cooking show. Hope so. I think Spurs are only relying on Kane to stay fit now. DG. Listen, I hope it all collapses. Calcedo would be perfect. I'd still want Basuma though. Basuma train's gone, but Calcedo would be perfect. But again, like Brighton have shown with the money that we bought Ben White with at the time, off the back of one Premier League season, what they asked for Cucurella, you know, Busuma's contract, their hands were tied. You're going to have to put down top money and they've got an appreciating asset. I'm sure we could obtain him. I'm sure if you put the money down, they'll do it. But Brighton have shown their, I wouldn't even say difficult negotiators because they're not. They just want to get a decent fee and they've got an appreciating asset. So we'd have to see. I wish we could convince Barella in the upcoming window. Same, man. But you got to get these guys before they go to before they go enter in these clubs there, man. Sangare, in terms of physicality, is, is close to him. But in terms of on the ball, Sangare cannot pass, does not have the passing range like, like party. But it would be an okay signing. It's long for Martinelli as his position as Vinicius. You've got Vinicius. DG, why does no one talk about an improvement over Odegaard? I think we need an upgrade on Martin and back to back and back up for party. I mean, Odegaard can do a lot more, but he's been quality. Like, obviously, unless you're talking more goals, assists, maybe obviously, obviously this season at times he's been poor. His pressing's been there. For me, it's not even goals, assists. The main thing I want to see, I want to see you run the midfield. But I wouldn't say upgrade for Odegaard. He's, he's quite decent. Who? Bring in anyone. I've got no allegiances to any player. If you can always, any position out that starting 11, if you can find someone better, bring them. But I don't know. There's all, I'm not saying you, but it's like, just in general, there's always a scapegoat at Arsenal. You know, Gabriel had it at the start. Saka's had it. Smith Rose had it. And Fabio Vieira a little bit now. And it seems like it's now becoming Odegaard. I mean, apart from the only thing I could have asked for Odegaard is that he bagged that opportunity, same way Saka and Jesus also had them. But fair enough. I like Ria I like Leal, but Serie A tax is always scary. Would prefer Premier League proven. I like what I see from Fabio Vieira. It's just consistency and hitting gym. Conte has a good record against Milan, but records made to be broken. Amen. And his European record, although, like you said, by the same logic, is made to be broken. He's media in Europe. So for Arsenal's sake, I do hope that obviously that happens. And probably not just Arsenal, everybody, in it. Ben White's doing his thing, mate. As I said, kind of like, like what we said a few months ago with Ben White, the only thing you can do is play well. You know, because obviously some people said Van Dyke was worth the money. He wasn't. Van Dyke played well for years. No one cares. It does look like a bargain, which it is. No one cares. No one cares that Ben White was 50 million, which for Arsenal's big money additions, it's nice to have someone that still a long way to go, but justifying the price tag. You know, we spent 52 million on Lacazette. We praised the man for working hard. We almost cried when he when he when he goes on goal droughts and scored. You know, we didn't get any return for Pepe, really and truly. And then there's been signings that are not necessarily big money signings, but when you sign people and you put them on wages and they're not good, it's L's. Mustafi Duffo, big money signing. Uh, Socrates cost us in pain. Cedric, big up to you, still in the squad. Midi, uh, pa Pablo Marie, just the sheer effort and brain cells and, and part of our summer planning has to be put around finding him a new club and all of these things, giving William a big contract and tearing it up like a Bamian. So it's nice to see us get one thing right, man. I do like the long throws from Thomas Partey as well. You know, maybe Zinchenko should have taken a leaf out of Thomas Partey's book and, and used the towel before he started throwing ish. But I'm happy for it, really and truly. 
So happy for it, man. I like these little things. And it's nice to, it's actually nice to return back to set piece FC as well yesterday. I don't care how we score, just that we score. I would have loved more goals. I would have loved one of our lovely sweeping moves from defence to attack to obviously have went in. It weren't meant to be. Who cares though, man? We got the three points. Yeah, man. I mean, Pepe scoring goals and doing things, but yeah, man, there's a lot of false narratives, but it's football fans. We need a quality player like Mudrick. Everyone's an expert on Mudrick, man. I thought Odegaard was good yesterday and has been good for the whole season. There's definitely been a bit games. I'm like, oh, Odegaard, you could have done a lot better, but he's definitely done all right, man. I know Neves will be expensive, but Neves is competition for party. I'd have no complaints who starts over the two. Two slightly different guys, but I'm, I'm for that, hopefully. But it seems like Barcelona have him in their sights whether that is true or not, just based on paper links. 178 likes, people flirting with 200. The reason why Jesus isn't scoring is because we aren't providing service for him. I hear that and I agree as well, but when you look at the touches in the up box last, last night and in general, they are there and it's, it's, it's the trickle trades of the game and that he's here, there and everywhere. So how much are you staying in the box? But when Jesus is in the box, he could have been a bit more clinical. Even ironically, in hindsight, it was the right decision. But when he pressed Thiago Silva for that corner... Um, and him and Saka, I think, played a one-two. He shouldn't be going for goal there, you know. The header, being um, he should do better, but I'm being a bit harsh. But yeah, man, I do think he's got the capacity to score goals. But there's gonna come a time when ne not necessarily other people are scoring goals, not even even the centre backs. We're going to need our striker to back. Shout out Muay Thai. Big up DG. Big statement win for us yesterday. Two out of the Brazilians not selected for the World Cup. Gutted for them, but as an Arsenal fan, happy. I hear that. All this talk about these exotic players just bring me Telemans. <laughs> Man said exotic. I was looking at Arsenal's winter jackets and they're not drawing me to buy straight away online. What do you think? End up buying a Jordan. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they got a nice blue one. Lovely blue one. Lovely opinions from you lot and just overall support as well today, people. Big up to you lot on Twitch especially because I don't know how, but we was there for two hours and we're here now as well. What we said here. Oh, shit, I forgot Cedric. This is the only game I want to see Cedric playing. I forgot about Cedric. Cedric could run left back or right back. I forgot about... Pick up to Cedric. I forgot Cedric played for this club, you know. The only one out of them guys I kind of remember is holding in Matt Turner. I forgot he was there. Would have loved to have seen Nelson or, 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 or Enketia get some minutes. They both probably start against Brighton. I'd like to get a striker that can finish crosses. I'd like a six-foot-plus, man, really, because... Away games, at times, I would like someone that we can just smack it into their chest. They can get fouled, get us further up the field, or they can bring their more technical players in. I think, we, you know, our front players are all kind of similar, really and truly. But as for a, a, a backup left, a backup fullback, potentially, left-sided centre-back, a backup striker, maybe a winger, hopefully we could do it in January. I think these are all summer sort of things, really. I think centre-mid is what we'll do. And if we can get a winger, which I hope so, regardless of if they're a household name or these Torreses and Mudrooks and these guys that we've been linked with, Cedric Blast from the past, man. But at this current rate, you want to see everyone play for Arsenal. Everyone's our best friend, man. We won the game, you know. Every football is your best friend when you win and then, you know, and they lose. They're our worst enemies, folks. So it kind of is what it is in that regards, to be brutally honest. 
So yeah, there is a lot of false narratives. But yeah, on that note though, people, I'm gonna love and leave you. Lot. I'm gonna go have some late lunch, people. I'll see you lot. It's three o'clock now. I'll see you lot at four thirty to play FM. As you know, one either eleven thirty or one thirty every day on YouTube and Twitch we go live. So make sure you're there. I'm gonna cut up several statements and segments from this from this. Uh, live stream as well and get them out to you if you haven't liked commented or subscribed make sure you do such if you have not seen my immediate reactions in relation to chelsea's defeat against arsenal yesterday make sure you're taking that in as well people again let me drop some links for you before i get the hell out of here for you lot. and again as usual man away from football i hope you lot's personal lives are doing well I hope you lot are healthy i hope you lot are having a great start to the week and if you're not boy it's the first day in it it's it don't get easier you just get better in it so we've got this so yeah make sure you check out that one that's a bamian it's nothing personal lad it's nothing personal laddie and then you've got this one it's nothing personal lad it's nothing personal and then you've got the real free reaction it's like um working 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 but yeah man is what it is it's from your engagement from everything it's been amazing bro we've been covered that man been covered that appreciate all the nine to fivers as well uh so yeah man what have you said i think we need a left wing and a center defensive mid and telemans ibrahima bamba what kind of player is he i don't know anything about him he's got a decent engine an okay passer likes to put a tackle in there's an element of a rawness from what i've seen i'm not watching him religiously but that's just things i've picked up studying the individual he's 20 though so he fits in with the with the with the sort of dynamic that we're trying to do at this football club so we could we can and have done a lot worse take a chance on the lad in my on my on my opinion in my opinion but yeah on that note you know stay safe stay blessed appreciative of all your support on youtube and twitch appreciative of all your engagement on those who are listening and everything else man you lot stay safe stay blessed i'm out <laughs>